Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And it is also this deep connection within ourselves this connection to our higher self and it comes from a stillness and this inward knowingness this inner knowingness that what we know that we know that we know my guest today is here to talk all about awakening our intuition this is the way of new earth and sydney campos is here with us today let's welcome sydney to quantum conversations hello sydney oh hello it's so beautiful to be with you thank you thank you we are really looking forward to this because as you are uh, a new earth architect you help visionary leaders really focus in on their embodiment and bringing our new earth into existence. We're so excited to have you here and have you share. Mm-hmm. And we can feel the energy of Lemuria. <laughs> Lemuria. <laughs> Lemuria, yeah. you are on Maui. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so grateful to be sharing the, the energy here. It is so pristine. It is so light it really does feel like being in the frequency of the new earth and and living here since december has really been an attunement for me to a deepening of my own experience of of heaven on earth this inner experience of heaven on earth that's beautiful all right the deeper mm-hmm. the deepening of the inner experience of heaven on earth and um while we say mm-hmm. this can happen everywhere in to everyone mm-hmm. on the planet have you noticed lately it would be wonderful to hear what people in our audience have to say but the way that the sky looks from this whole reset that we've gone through on a planetary level the energy is different and that's beautiful mm-hmm. so it isn't that hopeful we can look and see the clouds look different the sky looks different the energy is different um, what are you experiencing? Hmm. Yeah, I love that you highlight this. 
Yeah, I mean, every everyone and everything and all of Earth has really gotten so much space to regenerate and restore over these last few months. And you can see it. Everything looks more, I call it sparkly. I mean, it looks more yeah. radiant. It looks more clear, pristine. And mm-hmm. it just feels more clean and clear. The ocean water, the sky, the air, the green, you know, everything is more vibrant or is it that we are so much more vibrant and we are ascending and we are becoming more embodied in our ascension. And so our senses are heightening and the way that we can perceive Mm. the world around us is simply becoming more detailed and in depth. And we're really able to see the beauty that is here. That's beautiful. We're able to see the beauty. We see the beauty and we can hear the birds and feel them tickling our ears and just giving us that medicine, Um, more and more people are waking up to it in the collective as well. And, Mm. oh, that just um, really warms my heart. And I just see this um, respect uh, and enjoyment and love for nature on all new levels in the collective. So it really is Mm. beautiful. Um, When we look at what the world is going through, um, it's always wonderful to keep this higher vision that we can feel. We can see this higher new earth patterns of perfection coming in. And yet we can also Mm. see the dismantling of the old. And so we were chatting and just checking in. And intuition is such a huge part of this. Because as we turn and come inside to be checking in with how it feels, this is where our own discernment comes in. Um, You were saying as we go through, you know, in this change in the outer collective, cultivating presence and centeredness is the key and this inward journey. And so to be able to look at things from this place of neutrality but holding a vibration where it doesn't let us be affected by it is really important. Uh, how and it, and it's not so easy, you know. We've all gone through this. How has it been for you? And what do you do to mm, be immaculate with your vibration? <laughs> mm, well, it is a practice, and I'm always practicing. I'm always learning. I'm always growing, and I feel at times. All the time, especially now, it's so important to be really gentle with ourselves and compassionate and to learn to very like very quickly forgive ourselves, you know, as we are growing, as we are learning to kind of walk or fly in these new ways in the new earth. And you're correct to say that everything really we are being invited into now is highly oriented around feeling, intuition, and then there is such a, a call for discernment and cultivation of discernment. So many are having their whole reality fall apart and their whole sense of identity dismantled. And so many questions are arising. So many people are being confronted with their power of choice, you know, their power of choice to choose how they wish to spend their most precious resource, which is their energy and their creativity. And this is such a level of of freedom that is being given to so many is the way that I see it. It would be easy also to fall into a lot of the distraction and kind of chaos and confusion that 
is also kind of present, right? And and a lot of the news media and kind of mass collective consciousness, there's a lot of there's a lot of different rides, as I like to call them, present. Like a lot of people want to take you on different rides, right? People that are maybe mm-hmm. exploring, you know, there's a lot of healing. There's a lot of trauma up right now. There's a lot of yes. repression finally being exposed and expressed. And and we're seeing how under-resourced we are, most, most of humanity is, to be with such intense levels of, of trauma now finally releasing, you know, and and the way that that finds a release, it might not always look so pretty and it might take the shape of someone, you know, operating from a victim consciousness and just really being in their wound and and just for the first time ever kind of experimenting with how it feels to be vulnerable, which might take the shape of them trying to share their experience, share their story, share their truth. But maybe it comes out in a way that feels really combative or it feels really triggering or it just feels messy. There's a lot of messiness right now. People are learning and practicing new ways of being. You know, they're practicing being new ways in which they've never tried before. They're practicing what it is to actually be themselves, to come into authenticity, to share vulnerably, to share their truth. And it's messy and it brings up a lot for everyone. You know, no one really taught us how to be in, in this type of way and presence and acceptance and compassion, although we could say it's our divine nature, right, to be all of these things. It is our essence, our divine nature. And yet most of us, you know, go through our whole life uh, through this amnesia process of forgetting that natural essence. And we have so much unlearning happening right now. There's so much deconditioning and unlearning happening all at once. And, you know, I was sharing with you, Loren, for me, it's just been a practice of being the witness, being the observer, Really, for me, my biggest lesson is is always presence, but that entails trust, patience, compassion, slowing down, really slowing down. You know, I have so much energy I want to create. I see the new earth. I see the vision of what's possible. I see why we're here. I've seen it my whole life, and I feel so (laughs) excited. I'm like, like, it's birthing. It's birthing before us. It's here. We can feel it. It feels so good, and yet... Okay, be patient, be patient. Not everyone, it's not time yet. It's not time to take action on some of the vision that I see that will manifest in this lifetime. It's not the moment yet because when it is the moment, it's already happening and it's happening effortlessly and I'm not in control (laughs) and I'm not making it happen, you know. So this is what I'm learning right now is like a deeper surrender, a trust. This is really up for me right now, trust and, and not... You know, I'm really seeing the subtle ways in which I've been conditioned. I've allowed myself to be conditioned to operate Mm -hmm. in fear around the unfoldment of harmony, the unfoldment of unity in the right time, as though this is something I must oversee. (laughs) Oh, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. So here we are. It's a great dichotomy, the unfoldment of unity, Mm -hmm. and yet we're being asked to social distance and it's very very interesting Mm -hmm. but i love what you said there it's the deeper surrender and the trust and the patience and it's part of what we're talking it's all of what we're talking about today too. this intuition Mm -hmm. and when we you and i were talking a few weeks ago and talking about our show today you tuned into certain things and it was just so fun to watch you Mm -hmm. tune in in that way and it's really choosing the right feeling right and that's what we're all doing even on a collective 
as some things come up, this trauma that's coming up, to be released, to be healed. Everyone's getting a good opportunity for those who haven't already done this and gone through it to really choose that right feeling. And the right feeling Mm. is the natural feeling. So as you choose your feelings, uh, it's just, it's, it, you get stronger and stronger at it. So we could do a little process here today for everyone, and we'll talk more as well mm. about this, the feelings of something within. Um, it's heart-centered, right? Or is it gut-centered mm. or both? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Your whole body really being fully embodied in your entire body, whole system, you know, the whole energetic field present. emanating from your heart center is online, completely present in all of your cells and mm. really utilizing the full range of perception that you have available. And and this is a practice, I think a practice that has no end. We can we can infinitely continue expanding into the depths of our embodiment. There is no end. And yet mm. we have such an opportunity to really practice, to practice presence is really the essential ingredient in allowing these old ways of being to naturally dismantle. You know, like in presence, the truth is revealed. In presence, we are our full selves. In presence, we are receptive to that which is meant for us to receive. You know, there's nothing in the way. It's all already here. And so, yeah, it's, a, it's an attunement. It's an attunement and a practice. And, and the practice of presence goes against so much of what, you know, the old conditioning of, of, of capitalism and just some of these very, like, productivity-based and overtly masculine ways of being have kind of inundated us with, you know. And, and, and it's confronting for a world that has learned to live in such a confined, limited space as the, the mind, as the intellect, you know, which we love, but it's so limiting compared to the expansive creativity and potential that we have accessible through our more multidimensional and intuitive selves. Our multidimensional selves that is accessed mm-hmm. through the presence. And it's wonderful because, you know, it's it's the great, we hear that there's no problem in the present. I think Deepak Chopra said that, Mm. but that is everything. And so if we really slow down, I love too what you said about slowing down. Um, Mm. I got that recently and I I think others have gotten that too. Just be very present. And then the trust, the trust of what you're feeling or what you're getting. So in your own life, Mm. because here we're talking about how we can do this and really become tuned into it. You've done this in your own life. Mm. What was that like for you to begin to, Mm. I I mean, I guess it would, there's so many instances that you look back and first saw where you didn't Mm -hmm. pay attention to your intuition or did it happen Mm -hmm. the other way around where you just knew Mm. it? Uh, When I was a young child, I was highly psychic and intuitive, and I was telling adults left and right what to do, and I was calling them out when they were lying or out of integrity, and Mm -hmm. this was very confronting and really very confronting to my parents, to other adults. You know, I was speaking like an adult, and I was four years old and just talking to these adults, bossing them around kind of, but really coming from this loving place of just knowing, like, I know what's right, and I know what is true, and I'm not going to stand for anything that's dishonest. 
and that this is who I am. This is what I'm here to be, actually. This is like the essence of my being. But as a child, feeling energetically that that was so confronting and triggering for the people that I depended upon to take care of me, I learned at quite a young age that it wasn't safe to listen. And so I know this is true for many of us coming to terms right now with these early memories that can sometimes happen even before we're consciously aware of, you know, relational dynamics and even speaking, you know, we can energetically feel our parents and and tune into our environment and sense that it's not safe to actually express how we truly feel because how we express ourselves negatively impacts the people we depend upon to live. And, and so that set in motion a lot of, uh, self-repression and abandonment and kind of shutting down of my body's very natural wiring to be an antenna for truth and intuition and a repression of my spiritual gifts and kind of psychic abilities and and also kind of a shadow expression of um, a lot of my psychic abilities were also developed in response to trauma, which I know is true for many psychics and intuitives that I work with and know, you know, we develop our greatest gifts in the face of our trauma. Um, I've seen that again and again. And you know, I developed a highly sensitive, empathic sensitivity uh, to basically just I had to learn what my parents were feeling. I had to tune into them to see if they were okay because they mm-hmm. just didn't really feel as energetically or emotionally present as I required to feel safe. And so I developed this very highly attuned empathic ability to sense into their emotional state to then again source my own sense of well-being and assurance that they were going to be okay to, you know, make me dinner later, take care of me or, you know, pick me up from school, that kind of thing. Um, and a lot of us develop our intuitive abilities this way again, but but they kind of become distorted. They can have distortions of overly, you know, managing other people's energy and, and being codependent and being disconnected from yourself and, and depending upon others to inform your inter- internal state. And that was the case for me. And this led me down a path of addiction and different, you know, substance abuse experiences and and some really dark moments. And I'm grateful for all of those experiences because they led me to really reach a rock bottom that most people don't ever hit, uh, which woke me up. And in 2011, I got sober, and that catalyzed the beginning of me really awakening to my true self and learning over the years through practice of meditation and 12-step recovery and all kinds of stuff, um, just learning and remembering more of who I really am and why I'm here. But the the path of, of remembering my intuition and my gifts and abilities has, has been, has come up over many years of practice. It started with meditation. It started with just quieting that voice in my head that had been so judgmental, critical, and frankly abusive. Mm-hmm. You know, it was in meditation at first. I couldn't even meditate alone because I was so terrified to be with myself. I, the voice in, that had been running my life, the, the only voice I thought I ha- had in my head was so mean. I mean, I wouldn't speak this way to any other human, not even my worst enemy. And this is the way I was speaking to myself my whole life, every day, every moment. And I becoming aware of that voice and first beginning to meditate, of course, after I put down drugs and drinking, um, was so heartbreaking to first become aware of that, to wake up. I think this is the essence of waking up is you become aware of these voices or thoughts in your mind that are dictating your life and, and programming your reality, you know, and you realize, wait, I, I don't know. Is that true? Is there something else here? Is there a different voice? Is there a different energy that maybe feels more loving, that maybe feels more true, that maybe feels 
like that's the one I want to be spending time with. And, mm-hmm. and that has been a, a, a quite a journey of refining and, and attuning to, but I am very grateful today to let everybody know that you don't have to go through years and years of healing in order for you to attune with that, that softer kind of more loving, really wise, intuitive voice. It can actually happen instantly. It can happen quite quickly. It can happen right now if you'd like. And, um, I would love to guide an experience if it feels like a good moment for that. Yes, let's let's do that. I want to share very quickly here, though. It sounds mm-hmm. like that's the voice of the ego. And, you know, sometimes mm. we think the ego is big and boasting, but that's the ego that diminishes. And so the softer, wiser, intuitive voice, would you say that's your higher self, your soul? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I I just, for me, and I know everyone has a different way of orienting with our inner being, and it's so important to use the terms that work for you. I yeah. like to use interchangeably, you know, because at a certain level, too, in your evolution, you may find that you have a whole committee. You have a whole uh, entourage right. of beings, you know. At, at this point, one. I have a whole team. I have mm-hmm. I have so many different beings I can connect to and so many different aspects of myself and different multidimensional aspects of myself, and I I just feel so supported when I really remember to tune in and I have all that support. I can really have access to any guidance that I would require in any moment, you know. And That's But at so the beginning, good. it's really it's really helpful to orient to, okay, and, and maybe the negative critical voice is what's really predominant for most people. I found it really helpful to relate to that voice. Actually, yeah, maybe the ego, you know, but, but maybe it's just a really wounded child. Yes. I find that this is the case for most. It's it's just this, imagine yourself, and, and it, this really is the case that sets up our whole imprint of, of our life and our relational strategy. You know, it's like these core wounds that we've incurred in childhood, sometimes before we're even too young to speak. And we have these energetic imprints of moments in which we were really hurt and we really wounded, and we made it mean something about us, mm-hmm. that we weren't good enough, we didn't get love because we weren't good enough, or we're not worthy, or you know, we're bad, we're dirty, whatever it is, we all have so many of these in common, by the way. So many of these wounds are universal wounds that we all share. And and yet that imprint can just take the shape of, you know, your whole life then. You collect evidence to this this fact to, to reinstall this belief again and again. And then you're an adult and you have this voice and it's just operating as this wounded child. And it might be so angry and it might be so resentful. And all it wants really underneath the anger and the, the intensity and aggression is love and attention. All it wants is your presence. All it wants is to know that you're actually there. All it wants is to know that you are supporting yourself, that you have chosen to be there, that you can be your own parent even, that you can recommit to loving yourself. And and so the voice of the intuition or this wise spirit that you are Maybe you orient to it as the soul. Maybe you orient to it as your higher self. Maybe you orient to it as your inner divine mother, as your inner divine father. You know, these are some of the archetypes I found really useful for Mm -hmm. this process, especially around healing the inner child. You know, imagine your ego as the wounded inner child. And then how does everything shift if you decide to consciously empower the adult self that you are now as your own inner loving mother and inner loving father, right? The divine masculine and divine feminine. And what is it like to personify these energies within yourself? 
and to really make a commitment to developing your relationship with these expressions of your inner being. And then what is it like to take responsibility for your inner children, actually, the, the aspects of you that show up at all different ages, from maybe even different lifetimes, that just want your love and support, that just want to know that they are held and protected and taken care of and that they can trust you, that you're not going anywhere. What's it like to connect with yourself and communicate within yourself in this kind of a loving way? Yes, that's so beautiful. Uh, so let's go through that process now because everyone wants mm. that. Everyone wants it. <laughs> mm. <sighs> beautiful. So let's all take some really deep centering breaths and we'll see what wants to come through today. And as you breathe, allow everything to slow down. Just allow everything to slow down, all thoughts, all the systems of your body, your heartbeat. See if you can slow down your breath as much as you can and deepen the breath. Can you breathe into the depths of your belly, into the base of your spine? into the backs of your knees, even into the soles of your feet. What's it like to breathe into these spaces and bring the energy that's so often circulating all around the mind and the head, bringing that down to these lower energy centers, opening up the whole energy field, whole body, becoming present within your whole body experience. <sighs> And then continue relaxing and releasing any tension, tightness you're holding, you're aware of or unaware of. Just let it melt away as we open to receive more of the healing that our presence naturally avails us to receiving. And we ask for the support of all loving guides, masters, teachers, and loved ones to be with us in this process. And any guides that you feel are supporting you at this time. Welcome them to be with you. Feel yourself surrounded by an entourage, a whole stadium even, filled with loving beings that are here cheering you on, that are always here, that are always here supporting you and aligning with your highest good. Because your highest good is what is for the highest good of all beings connected to you in all moments. Feel yourself continue to relax and simply receive all of the support and love that is here already. Feel yourself connecting with the earth. Breathe in through the soles of your feet, this crystalline, regenerating, restoring earth energy. Breathe this all the way up into your entire body. Feel all of your cells light up with this bright white light. On the exhale, allow anything else you'd like to release to be transmuted back into the earth, to be recycled into light. Feel your heart expand. Feel your energy field expand. Take up as much space as you would like. Allow yourself to fully arrive. All of you is welcome here. It is safe to be who you are. You can bring your full self here and feel your full energetic expansion. Allow yourself to receive your own presence, which is the greatest gift of all. 
maintaining a really slow and calm breath and anchored into this being, into the earth. Perhaps you start to imagine a beautiful space where you go in dream time, where you go to find healing and sanctuary. I'm not thinking about it too much, just imagining a beautiful scene where you feel serene and supported and peaceful, where all healing is available and possible. And then in the distance, you see a figure start to appear. And maybe they actually appear quite close to you, maybe far away. But this is a smaller being. They start to come up closer and closer, and you suddenly see this is you at a younger age, appearing before you. The perfect age is revealing itself here. Whatever shows up first is perfect. And you start to take in this being, like you're looking in a mirror. This being is standing right in front of you. Maybe you peer down or perch down to be more at eye level with this being, this version of you from a prior time, from an earlier age. And you just start to take each other in. And you see what you notice. How is this being posturing itself? What's its energy like? How's it feeling? How's it being? And maybe you even asked, how are you being? How are you feeling, little one? Maybe there's emotion arising. Maybe there's feelings arising. Maybe there's the first shock of seeing yourself in this way, present. And that's okay. Continue breathing, remaining calm. You're safe and loved, and all of you is welcome here. Just be present to notice what energy exchange is occurring. There's so much subtlety in the energetic exchange that is occurring beyond what words could convey. If you feel this being is a little far away from you and you want them to be closer, can you invite them a little bit more close? And maybe you ask them again, is there any way that I can support you? Is there anything you'd like to share with me? Is there anything you'd like for me to know? And just listen. And the message may not come in words. It may not come in the way that you think. It may come in feeling, an emotion, a memory, a vision, a sense, a smell. All kinds of different perception are available when we operate in this level of awareness and consciousness. And trusting that the message has been received in the perfect way, in the perfect time. Let this being know that you hear them, that you receive them, that you understand. Is there anything that you commit to or that you want to share? Is there anything that you want to express that you have on your heart that feels important to acknowledge? Is there anything you want to make right? Is there anything you'd like forgiveness for? Anything at all? Anything that is present in you is welcome here and is perfectly meant to be expressed. Maybe you feel a sadness arising that you haven't connected before or that 
you've been absent or away for a long time or that you wish you could have been there more, you wish you could have done things differently. What can you now do differently? What can you now commit to in the shift underway that's being asked of you? How can you support yourself? How can you support this little one that just wants your love and attention and presence? Just wants you to be who you really are. Just wants you to be you. Be available. Mm. I'm feeling this little one receive your message and commitment in the perfect way in the perfect time. So much of your Presence is communicating precisely what is needed, again, beyond any words. Your presence is all that's required. So much healing is happening. Feel all of the subtle exchange of energy happening as so much of your connection is being restored and repaired and amplified. Feeling your heart more connected. Feeling energy released from your body, from your system. Clearing out more space. The more of your true self to arise. And when you feel complete in this process, simply acknowledge each other again. And if there are any final acknowledgements to share, go ahead and do what feels right. Maybe you want to give a hug, a loving gaze, a kiss on the forehead, something sweet, acknowledging this little one and your connection, your infinite connection that you will share for all of this lifetime and all of the lifetimes. Um, celebrate yourself for honoring this inner being expanding into a new awareness of your self, your true self honoring your heart and the courage and bravery and vulnerability that you have within to create such profound intimacy within yourself and with all of life And when you feel complete, you may acknowledge this little one, maybe by saying, I'll see you again sometime soon, I promise. I'm always here for you. I'll see you very soon. If there's ever anything that you need me for, I'm right here. I will be right here. Knowing that you can always return to this place in a moment's notice. That you're always here together. And then you may place a hand on your heart and a hand on your belly. Take a deep breath into the belly, into the heart, and sigh out a few times through the mouth, just allowing any residues, energy that's been cleared in this process to effortlessly release from the body, from the cells, from the energy field, from all layers of your entire being. Again, allowing for more space in your field and in your body for you to become embodied at an even deeper level for more of your true self to be fully welcomed into this reality, this body, to this human experience. And they connect again with the earth, feeling yourself rooted and grounded here, so supported by this beautiful planet we are blessed to call home, remembering our choice to be here in this life, to be fully here, to be fully alive, to be completely, perfectly, imperfectly human, 
the divine beings ascending at the speed of light through these human vessels, feeling such gratitude for your infinite wisdom, courage, bravery, and willingness to remember. And then finally, from the space of openness and receptivity, just for fun, practice connecting with your higher guidance again, your intuition, your soul, whatever you relate to in this moment. You may ask simply, what is important for me to know at this time? What guidance is available for me on my path? How can I support myself in feeling nourished, feeling the way that you want to feel? Maybe there's a quality, a way of being that you would like to embody more of. You may ask your higher guidance, how may I best support myself in feeling more the way that I would like to feel? And maybe you summon that feeling into your awareness and you simply choose to attune with it more fully. And perhaps your guidance has more assistance to offer you at this time. And just listening and receiving Trusting that your intuition, your higher guidance is responding immediately. It responds immediately. Within the first few seconds of you asking a question, the guidance has already been delivered. You're simply learning to listen and receive more quickly than the mind has ever provided you a response before. It is the mind that operates a few seconds later than the intuition that has become much more familiar to orient to. Trust that your intuitive guidance comes, again, through feeling, through sound, through a vision, a memory, sensation on the body. It's not too much to make sense of or think about. Just receive and pay attention to what you feel happening in your body and in your energy fields. Relaxing and receiving. What guidance is important for me now on my path? Really resting into this expansion that you are. Trusting that the message for you meant to receive today has arrived in the perfect way at the perfect time. It may integrate more fully in your dream time, in your meditation. It may arise as a synchronistic sign in your life in the moments to come. Thank yourself in this moment for your willingness to experiment and explore in perhaps a new way. Giving gratitude to yourself as the extraordinary being that you are. You are such an extraordinary being. You would not be on earth at this time otherwise. And when you feel complete, you may take three energizing breaths all the way through your entire body, breathing in through the soles of the feet, breathing in the earth, all the way up to the crown of your head, restoring and illuminating and energizing your entire physical body and energy fields with this vibrant earth energy. And then as our final seal of this process, I invite you to 
rub your hands together, your palms, rubbing against each other pretty vigorously, generating some heat, generating some light, generating some electricity, and just completely grounding into our physical beings, grounding in the benefits of this practice we've shared today. <sighs> Take another deep breath in, and when you feel like your palms have a nice ball of fire building between them. You can take your palms just about six inches apart and feel this energetic exchange occurring between your palms. This is your energy. This is how you create your reality with this energy that you are. You are energy in motion. And then you may bring those palms around your body. Maybe you bring them over your eyes, clearing away all illusion. And just kind of give yourself a nice little pat down the sides of the body, down the sides, and down your arms and hands, giving yourself a nice energetic bath and clearing. <laughs> Thank you for practicing and sharing with me. <laughs> Thank you. Ah, that energetic patting. It's like Lohan patting. Mm. Yes, awesome. <laughs> yeah, in Tai so Chi, <laughs> it feels good. That ex that whole process feels so good. I hope that everyone mm. is feeling that. That is such a deep connection, that intimate mm. connection inside. When we talk about multidimensional, that's multidimensional. Yes. Very, very beautiful. Oh my goodness. Um. And an anchoring of the true self coming in, mm -hmm. making space, and embodied. This is like embodiment. This is embodiment. Mm -hmm. So beautiful. <sighs> yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's all here. We're, we are all highly intuitive beings capable of incredible psychic attunement. This is who we are. We are all master beings on earth at this time. We are all on different trajectories of our journey. And it is important that we remember ourselves and recognize one another as the master beings that we are capable of sharing such incredible gifts beyond some of which we don't have words to even describe. And yet the process is simply to unlearn and decondition ourselves from these ways of being that have been collected as survival mechanisms for the old paradigm, for mm -hmm. the, the old ways that were never natural for us to exist in, really, but that we required to learn mm -hmm. and grow and heal and transform and, and, frankly, appreciate more of who we really are. And so we're grateful for these experiences, and yet we have some clearing and some unlearning, some deconditioning to do to simply remember our natural mastery. Our natural mastery, and it happens as an inside job. So mm. this is the focus, and it's good to keep our eye on the prize because here it comes back mm. to this presence and the presence that we experienced in that process today. If we're able to do that, and build that awareness, then it's this feeling compass and our discernment on everything all comes back to this. Isn't that beautiful? Mm. That is our lesson. <laughs> mm, yes. 
And so you help folks with this. You do personal sessions, energy sessions with people and really help them connect deeply with themselves inside and also mm-hmm. to heal. Mm-hmm. Let's I'm going to give you a few questions from our audience here and see if oh, you've got wonderful. some advice. Yes, yes. Um mm-hmm. I don't have a name here. Do you need a name or can you feel into this person? I can feel. <laughs> okay. Here we go. I recently felt very close to enlightenment, but took a couple steps back, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure why. I do doubt mm-hmm. myself and my abilities and what my purpose is. I'm working towards enlightenment again and feel there's something blocking me from understanding my purpose and gifts. Mm-hmm. Do you have any advice mm-hmm. or do you see anything? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm just It's funny because I, I hear the name as soon as you started speaking. I was hearing like Georgina or George for some reason, which is funny. So I wonder if this person's name is a G or Georgina, George. Um, okay, and I, let us you know, know. Wow, thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you for sharing. You know, listen, I, what I feel immediately upon your question is you're never going backwards. We may feel at times that we're reverting, we're going backwards, but we're never actually going backwards. We're never actually going backwards. Our trajectory in this soul journey of our destiny on earth at this time and in all times and all timelines is a spiral. It is an upward spiral. We are always evolving. We are always expanding. We are always moving. We are never going back. We can never go back. That's not how it works. So although it may feel, again, if you were in the, this is, this is a diet, this is a paradox. It may feel that you are moving backwards because you may be still orienting very much in the mental frame, in the mental capacity, in the mental view which again is only able to orient itself in terms of the future or the past, predominantly the past. So whenever you feel that you're moving backwards, that is a sign that you are living in the very limited mental frame. And it is really a reminder to not judge or criticize, but to come into presence, to come into attunement to what is here and now in this moment to breathe all the way into your body, to let go of any critical thought of, oh, I thought I was going to be enlightened and I just stepped back. Is that true or is that just orienting from a a frame of mind that wants to keep you in the past, that only knows how to orient according to the past, that only orients to what is familiar instead of what is unknown, what is expansive, what is calling you forth? And so it will help to work with the image of the spiral. You're only ever going up the spiral. And just like a spiral, if you could imagine yourself cycling through different circles, sometimes you go through a part of the circle that maybe has an echo of the spiral beneath it. Yes, something you've experienced in the past. It's a it's a deja vu. It's a similar experience. It's a deeper understanding of a lesson that you've already transcended. But you're never going back. You're just going deeper. You're going deeper into the experience. And so... Bring yourself present. How do you do that for yourself? How do you take care of yourself? How do you connect with your inner being? What was this process we just shared like for you? What was that like? So much is here happening in your inner being in this present moment. And your purpose is here. Your purpose is who you are. Maybe your purpose is to be your true self. 
So often we're conditioned with the belief that our purpose must be this external expression of productivity and, and some kind of a material contribution to society. This is a distortion of the old world that we are evolving out of at the speed of light. Your purpose, perhaps, is to be you, to be, period, to be the unique frequency that you are, that only you can contribute in this collective unfoldment of unity, in this collective unfoldment of harmony. And again, that statement is probably not satisfactory to the mind, which wants to know its place and has a system and a structure and an identity and a construct. And it's a lot to let go of all of that, to be maybe formless, to feel like maybe nothing, to feel empty. But think about emptiness. It's all is possible in the space that you are. All becomes possible. All is accessible. All is here. And we practice simply by quite simply breathing. Breathe all the way into your body. The mind can only be empowered to run your life if you're generating and allowing all of your energy to go there all the time. Usually through very short breathing, through a, a very activated nervous system that's, that's operating in fear and fight or flight and survival. So we remedy this. We deprogram this old operating system and restore our divine operating system, which is rest and restored and receptive and intuitive by calming the nervous system through the breath. Could you imagine that it's that simple and it's it's actually free to do this? Mm. Yes. <laughs> I want to repeat what you said there. Calming the nervous system with the breath and this presence. Mm. Yes. Mm. Well, thank you for that question and for answering that question, Sydney. We hope that helped. I don't know yet uh, the person's name, so maybe that could come <laughs> up. Okay. And callers, if you were on the phone or joining us on web call, star two will raise your hand and you can ask a question of Sydney. Um, here's one from Sherry in the UK, and this is these are common questions. We all have them, and they're beautiful, so the answer works for all of us. Sydney says, or no, Sherry says, hi, Sydney. I used to get knowings, occasionally hear things, or things would just unfold. Yet the last number of years, I feel like I'm a different person with no awareness or sense of expectancy. I've asked for insights and guidance through dreams out in nature, etc. Yet life slash me are feeling stuck and stayed. Hmm. <sighs> Thank you. Yeah, you're you're <laughs> I completely relate. We're in a really it's actually quite auspicious that we're meeting on this day and having this conversation right now because I sense that everything is actually about to stabilize and get quite more clear going into July. We have so much big energy moving through us, um, directly supporting our nervous systems and recalibrating and being able to more gracefully process higher frequencies of light, more information, more intuitive insight, et cetera. And for the last few days, I've even noticed myself, it's felt a little bit awkward at times. There's been kind of this void um, or transitional energy of same thing, literally same thing, Sherry. I completely resonate. You know, I'll be out in the ocean. I'll be out on the beach. And I feel so connected and present and clear and like embodied in the embodiment of my higher self and, you know, feeling so, so clean and clear. And, and then I'll come back, you know, out of nature, kind of more into like, say, a work 
slow endeavor or just, you know, kind of worldly endeavor, um, doing errands or whatnot. And there's a different, there's a lot of different energies present. You can tune more in with the collective experience of chaos and confusion and repression healing and so much transmutation occurring. But it's all a big transition. There's so much transitional, transformative energy present. And so again, it's another training opportunity, right? How do you cultivate this inner being and this inner experience that you feel is so amplified in nature, in these environments where you can really feel restored in your true essence and you feel connected to your true self? How do you maintain that connection no matter where you go? You know, I used to think that, you know, I, I wanted to go on all these long meditation retreats and, and that this is where I could find enlightenment is through practice in a monastery type environment where I'm just in my disciplined commitment of meditation for eight, ten hours a day and just in complete devotion to that, you know. And, and now I'm feeling and being shown again and again that that was all preparation for this moment in this life. Is How do we bring that level of devotion and commitment to our practice in life as a meditation? That all of life is a meditation. It's not separate. It's not that we do our 20-minute silent meditation practice in the morning and we feel so good and enlightened, but then we go get on a phone call with someone a couple hours later and we're in a bad mood and we're anxious and we're negative and we're triggered. You know, how do we bring that meditative presence, that peace, into as many moments as we can? And we're all learning how to do this. I am learning how to do this. I'm remembering how to do this. And life is giving us so many opportunities to react right now. There are so, there are perhaps now more than ever, like just more channels to tune in with, you know, in terms of distraction, confusion, chaos, all the full range of human experience is just in our faces right now. You know, and, and how do we really choose, no matter what's going on, to prioritize our own personal practice of presence, you know, to really say and know and believe that the most radical contribution I could make to humanity, humanity at this time and to myself, of course, is to cultivate my inner being, to feel like I am loved, I'm supported, I'm nourished, I'm fully self-sourced. And from this space, then authentically discern what action or what contribution is mine to make. Mm-hmm. And, and really, it's as simple as that, I find. But it is a practice, and we get taken off course, and that's okay. How quickly do we get back up? Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you for that. It is really cultivating the presence, and it's beautiful. And you help your clients do this, and when that state is there it's flow and again that is how we create new earth and it is from our discernment Mm -hmm. so beautiful okay we have time for a caller let's go to area code 415 san francisco hi you're unmuted what's your name please hi lauren it's Catherine. how are you hi Catherine. do you have a question for sydney um, yes, hi Sydney. Um, I so resonated with everything you've spoken to. Um, and for me, I've gone into that blissed out place and I'm deep in center. And then when it comes to pay my bills, my mind takes over again um, mm. and go into lack and scarcity. And then I get 
completely thrown off course. Um, mm. So is there more patterns there that I haven't yet uncovered? I guess is my question. Mm. Mm. Thank you so much. It's wonderful to connect with you. And oh, wow, I want to honor first your vulnerability and sharing this experience that I know so many relate to and yet this type of discussion can come with so much energy and emotion and shame and fear and just so much so much can be highlighted so I appreciate you and the opportunity to explore this with you today and I resonate I really do I mean so one of my biggest healings of my journey has been my relationship with abundance has been my relationship with money and exchange and value worth all of it all of the layers it's complex and let me just tune in for you here. So, hmm, it's important for us to explore today regarding this. Yeah, okay, we can feel, yes, <sighs> embodiment. Embodiment is about really being embodied in our whole beings, right? We can, we can again, be meditative and in the center point and in bliss state in comfortable environments, in comfortable relationships, in comfortable settings, in comfortable jobs, in any comfortable context, but then... Wow, as you said so beautifully, sometimes these contexts can arise, such as the context of paying a bill and everything shifts. And so this is great material. What a blessing that this is arising for you to work on because it's highlighting to you an aspect of you that is wanting to be brought into greater wholeness, is wanting to become more fully embodied, is wanting to be illuminated with more truth, with more love, is wanting to feel more supported. And so... What comes to mind, actually, is a very similar process to what we just shared. Issues. I don't want to call them issues. Um, mm, growth opportunities within the realm of financial abundance, money, those. It relates to how you support yourself, how you are feeling supported not only by yourself, but by life, by the universe. This, this energetic of trust in life, trust in the universe. It connects, again, to so many other complex aspects of our beings. Each person will have a different expression of this. It can tend to orient as the way we value ourselves, the way we deem ourselves worthy of receiving, our ability to receive easily from life. Do we receive easily or do we feel like we don't deserve it or that we have to do more in order to receive or that we have to control in order to receive? These kinds of patterns orient from very, very young, most times in our lives, they can sometimes orient from past lifetimes even, from karmic material, but that will always orient again in this life, in this imprinting. We will often incarnate in a family in which that lesson is present and that biological imprint is present and passed down through our DNA, through our lineage to heal. I do sense that you are, at this time, you have chosen in this life to really come into completion of this lesson, which feels like it has been passed down the biological line it feels like there is a healing here available for you to, what I'm getting is tuning in with some very early, the word I hear is like primordial even, like memories of being in the womb and being born. It's like our imprinting that we can receive from being born, our process and experience of being born through the birth canal, through pregnancy informs a lot of the way in which we show up energetically and the pace at which we move through life and the belief systems that we then develop to affirm that energetic expression that is wired in us. So I'm just tuning in about 
you know, this fundamental experience of feeling contraction or resistance, scarcity, fear arise upon paying bills, upon confronting your beliefs around feeling supported, feeling receptive, feeling like you're easily receiving from life and the universe and that you trust yourself to support yourself. I wonder if there is some energy that can be met, transmuted, realigned, learned from regarding, again, your early birth memory, experience of of your mother actually being pregnant with you. Did you feel supported in the womb? Did you feel supported in your birth process? Did you feel like you could trust in the early stages of this life? Did you trust that you were supported? Or did you feel energetically perhaps that your parents, particularly the mother, who represents all of our relationship with life and abundance and trust, who is our original source of nourishment and care and love, was there any conditionality that you experienced? Did you feel like in order to receive love or feel like you were worthy of love or to feel like you trusted that you were supported, did you feel like there was anything that you had to do first? Was that conditional? These are some of the questions that arise. I do sense that some of this some of this is, is present, and the way that you meet it is just to inquire within. You can do a similar process just like we shared, or you meet your inner being. You call forth that version of you, maybe the version of you that was even in the womb, and you just become familiar with this. This being has all of the guidance that is required for you to heal. It's just wanting to have space to come forth and share what wants to be acknowledged now, what is ready to be received now. So I want to commend you for being at least aware that, okay, wow, there's this distinction. And in these parts of my life, I feel blissful and centered. and But then in this part, I feel contracted. Okay, what's here? What's here for me to meet? You may ask, okay, where do I feel the contraction in my body when I go to look at my bills? Where do I feel this energy? Where do I notice it? Does it have a shape? Does it have a color? Does it have a, a memory associated with it? So you might approach your next Attempt at paying your bills as kind of a meditation, as an energy healing process, as a ceremony even. This is something I love to support people with actually. And um, one of my courses that I offer as part of this program goes into this quite specifically or new ways to orient yourself in relationship to money and abundance. Um, but I would encourage you to, to see, you know, how can you make this bill paying experience as simple as it is, more of a ceremony, a transmutation process, and really energetically notice you know, where the contraction arises, what insight might come up, and then take it a step further and actually do some meditation with yourself. Another great resource that comes up is EFT, tapping. That has been so supportive for me on my journey, and I love to share that in, you know, the moments where it is called for. And, you know, you might... um Wow, there's just so much I want to share. I could almost give you like a whole program right now, and I want to be conscious of of, um, of our space and time together. But so far, does any of what I shared resonate with you? Oh, absolutely, Sydney. Yeah, you have mm. um, shared much, much medicine there. Um, I just want to appreciate mm. you and your work. Mm. Oh, it was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for your willingness to move into these spaces that are sometimes really easy to avoid. (laughs) (laughs) Still avoiding bills, sadly, but yes. (laughs) You know, one thing. 
Yes, yes. And, mm. you know, everyone try this as well. You know, um, Sydney's going to talk about the ways that she can help people align to that money and that vibration. One other good t- tip for you, Catherine, and everyone is to simply say, I pay all my bills on time. Even if you don't, mm. just start saying it. And then there's a lot of other uh, energetics that you can do. So um, come back and listen to this and write those down too if you'd like because um, it's your energy and we wish you luck with that. It'll be good. Of course. Thank you, Lauren. And thank mm. you again, Sydney. Thank oh, you, it's a Kevin. pleasure. There's one more thing. There's one more thing that wants to come through. This is important. So I'm just really receiving this message. You know, we're all tuned into the fact that our entire economic system is changing before our eyes. There's yes. so much shifting. Our entire planetary system of currency, of economic exchange, of value. I mean, it's massive. It's a massive uh, dismantling occurring. And many of us are have been seeing over the years the coming of a new economy and a new currency and new sacred exchange, new modalities through which we can attune to and receive more abundance in the tangible form. Like so much is coming. And I've been seeing the timeline of towards the end of this year into early next year. I mean, I'm talking about drastic shifts. The the things that I've seen, I thought they were going to happen in 10 years from now, 20 years. I was thinking it was going to take more time to get set up on the global level. But um, I say all this to say that we may be energetically really tuning into the fact that everything's about to change and all of this abundance is very tangibly going to be made available to many of us, especially light workers and pioneers and people in service to humanity at this time. And and it's quite exciting and there might be this this ping to say, Well, I'll just wait. I'm gonna be taken care of in the next couple of months, you know. But but it's so important for all of us to really be in full commitment to taking responsibility and being mm-hmm. in full integrity. When it comes to these lessons and these wounds that orient so deeply in the realm of money that are always related at the deepest level to our internal, I call it family system or internal operating system regarding self-love, self-value, self-worth. Like it's not ever about actual money. It's always about our inner trust and our inner relationship with our inner being. And so any time that contraction is arising around money or exchange or any of the themes associated in finances, it is really this like red flag beckoning you to put your attention into healing what are probably some really core wounds that need to be brought into resolution, that need to be brought into the light right now in order for you to fully receive completely all of the abundance and support that is inevitably going to come. But this support will come, and it is surely inevitable to come. But will you be really ready to receive it? So this is the work right now. The work is to make yourself fully available to receiving that which is yours. And you practice again through presence and through becoming really intimate with your inner being. And and some of these questions that arose in Catherine's beautiful example are some of the most core lessons. I mean, I've you know come across on my path, and again, they're very universal memories and experiences and kind of sources of core wounds that most of us share. So I'm very grateful that that came up today. Yes, thank you for that. Thank you too, Catherine. Really good. All right. Well, that's hopeful. But again, it's like 
it's this it's it's this healing within us and it's finding this peace within and that's what you help people do on a tremendous level mm-hmm. that's what makes you such a great guide to help the new earth visionary leaders so let's talk about your special mm-hmm. offer as we wrap up our call cuz this is the good stuff this is where people can work with you <laughs> to improve their relationship within themselves to connect so deeply and to be centered in this very present way. So you've got a couple of offerings for us, a one-on-one session and also a course. And these are different but very unique ways that people can work with you. Yeah, thank you so much for the opportunity to share. It's such an honor. And, oh, yeah, I'm so, so thankful to you know, offer an invitation to deepen in the practices that we've kind of, you know, had just a little taste of today together. Um, one of the courses that I just mentioned that I'm offering here as a special invitation is called Divinity Codes, and it is an eight-week course designed to usher in a new era of liberation into purpose, power, pleasure, and prosperity and it's just such a beautiful journey. I, it's not only um, myself, you know, teaching each week, but I also have some of my favorite co-creators in the New Earth joining in for expert trainings and master classes on, on those different themes. And what's really unique about the class is it's an eight-week program, but then, you know, we, we cover those themes, as I mentioned, power, purpose, um, prosperity, and pleasure. And Each theme gets two weeks, and each week is devoted to the Divine Masculine and Divine Feminine. So I'm very proud of how this course really ushers you through a deep embodied experience of these core kind of energetics and and gives you so much uh, to practice. You know, so much of it is about embodying through practice new energies, new ways of being, new behaviors, new thought structures. And, yeah, and it's just super comprehensive, and it's so much fun. So that's the one offered, Divinity Coats. And then the other one is a one-on-one soul sourcing session with me, which is a beautiful container that we create together. And it is a a chance for me to really intimately support you. And in that session, I tune in with your Akashic Records, which is one of my greatest gifts and greatest honors to share and and practice with other visionaries. And then we also, um, as you can probably feel already from our time together today, we do energy transmissions and healings and that can be different for every single person depending on what you're uniquely working with but my intention in any space that I invite another into is to really hold the highest frequency of unconditional love and healing so that more of your true self your authentic self your divinity can emerge and become fully embodied and so that you can affirm and source more of your own wisdom You know, so it's really a co-creative experience as much as I'll reflect and share different psychic intuitive insights. um, The space is really co-creative and gives you a chance to to share and and listen and receive an attunement to what your higher guidance and what your true self is is sharing with you. So that is one of my favorite ways to share and, and play. And so thank you for letting me share. Oh, well, thank you for that. And thank you for working to raise the consciousness of humanity one heart at a time Mm. from the inside job 
that it is. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> that special offer is available for everyone to check out right here on this webpage at AcousticHealth.com uh, and in the description box where you, you are listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for that, um, Sydney. It really is beautiful and you help people. We have got beautiful messages from just this um, wisdom that you connect people with. Again, we cannot reiterate enough that this is the way as we uh, bring forward new earth and we watch the old dismantle. It is this presence. It is this discernment, this trust, this inner connection that it's all about, this intuitiveness. And Sydney Campos is here to assist you with that own inner connection on a whole new level. Sydney, thank you, thank you, thank you. As we close our circle today, is there anything you'd like to say that we didn't get to? Oh, hmm. Wow, I, I feel so much gratitude of my heart. I feel so much energy vibrating in my being. And I want to thank you, Loren, for your service and for facilitating such a beautiful space and, you know, such generosity in the way that you invite others to participate and co-create with you. I want to thank you for being an example of New Earth collaboration and co-creation. And I want to thank everyone who chose to listen in today and, and share your energy, share your presence. You know, thank you so much. I feel you and you created this transmission today. Your energy in this field helps you support all of our experiences today. So I thank you so much. I honor all of you. And I love you all. <laughs> well, thank you. You have shifted our vibration to a very high rate. And we are feeling good. And we are feeling secure <laughs> and confident. I know we all Aww. are. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sydney. This has been a beautiful conversation. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Until next time, have a good day. Namaste. Now it is time to dance our way to the cosmic heart. And as we do so, I invite you to check out Sydney's special offer and see if that is something that you will benefit from. She's a beautiful guide for those on the path of embodiment. Thank you, thank you, thank you, as we dance our way to the cosmic heart. Namaste.
thank you for listening to this quantum conversation and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart as we raise our own vibration we raise the vibration of the planet this show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love access all quantum conversations special offers from our guests and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe, music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.